Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. If you're ready to take control of your destiny, build wealth, and live life on your own terms, this is the place for you. Each week, Nat and I will talk about business, franchising, and personal growth to help make you more successful. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Pete. How are you doing? Oh, man, am I pumped up. What's got you pumped up today, Pete? I, I know you're surprised I'm pumped up. You know, <laughs> I am pumped up because we were just at a franchise conference where we got 300 franchising experts in one room for basically two and a half days. Oh, was it awesome. It was almost magical. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was taking, I took pages and pages of notes in my journal and it was just, I was completely blown away myself. Yeah, I mean, Franchise, they have their conference. It's it's a semi-annual event where they invite uh, all these, fran- like a, I think it's like 100 franchisers there. And then all the franchise consultants are there. They've got funding partners. And what, a, what an experience it is. Get everybody together. You know, my biggest takeaway from the two and a half days is franchising's booming. I totally agree. It was like uh, really refreshing just to go and be around a bunch of people that are making it happen. And um, the glass is definitely half full. (laughs) Absolutely, right? And it was, there was a lot of energy because franchising is booming. And I I just, you get into these rooms and you start seeing uh, what's going on in franchising. And it's just, everybody's got that, we're we're past kind of the pandemic and now everybody's kind of pumped up because they are rocking and rolling. Yeah, the, um, I, I was actually very impressed with all the new concepts that are out there too and how fast they're growing and actually getting locations open and everything. There was a lot, it was yeah. a lot of energy there. Yeah. And I think the, the big thing for uh, takeaways was, is that one, there's a lot of money being put into franchising right now. Yeah. And specifically private equity is pouring money in. They're buying franchise franchise systems they are investing in uh, FSOs, franchise uh, sales organizations. And you can really see that the big are getting bigger. Yeah. And, um, and I, a lot of it is really going to be benefiting the franchise unit owners because there's a lot more um, infrastructure being put in place to help the uh, in, individual unit owners be successful, like call centers and just all kinds of stuff. It's, nope. it's really impressive. No question about it. I mean, the capital that's being put in to develop these and behind them is great. And we're seeing also a lot of money going in from people investing in franchises, executives or couples investing in franchises. I mean, there's just a lot of money going in it and it's thriving. Now, we both know that there's over 4,000 franchise concepts, but I, I thought it was uh, pretty amazing to, to see some of that stuff. And as we think about franchising, um, one of the things that I saw was or observed is that the franchise sales uh, operations or organizations, they're getting bigger and better too. I mean, you think yeah. about, for example, Franchise Fastlane, who just sold the private equity um, to um, Brand One, to Repum. I mean, they're getting bigger. They're taking on more franchise concepts uh, and getting much more sophisticated. Yeah, I think it's that concept of a rising tide raises all ships. And, you know, like all of franchising really does seem like it's take going to the next level. 
Yeah, no question about it. And when we talk about the franchise sales organizations, I mean, they're great. But then you also have franchise groups that are uh, literally becoming very large. I, I think of Exponential, right? We've, we've had them on our podcast before, where now they've got a, 10 different brands under the Exponential umbrella. And I know uh, rumor has it they've got more coming. Yeah. The nice thing about that is that because they actually own the brands, they're actually very selective about the franchisees that they're even letting into the system. Um, so they're not just like, you know, hey, if you could fog a mirror, we're going to sign you up. It's like they want guys that are going to be opening up three locations, you know, that are can follow a system, follow a process because it's a long term relationship. You know, they're they're looking at the next 10 to 30 years for these some of these owners. Yeah, one of the and we had uh, the two founders on it, but Horsepower Brands. Yep. Wow, same thing. Yeah, wow. I think they're they've launched their six different uh, franchise concept under that umbrella, and the infrastructure that they're putting in. You know, kind of that whole comment you made about putting capital in from creating their own call center to buying their own digital marketing company to having their own uh, recruitment company to their own back-end management company to help franchisees with the back-end management of the franchises. I mean, it's amazing, the again, the capital, but also the energy that's focused in and helping, become, helping people become better franchisees or more successful franchisees. Yeah, I think the day of buying a franchise, you know, buying a new, buying a, researching and buying a franchise, like a newer system, or it's like just some guy that's got like three stores, you know, that's probably kind of gone at this point because- Franchising really is going to the next level where, you know, there's so many concepts where you have franchise expertise that's um, running, you know, helping them expand or they actually are owning the concepts. Um, It's just making a whole, it's making it much better all the way around for everybody. Absolutely. So I I know you're like me, right? I go to this and we get to hear presentations, six minute presentations (laughs) from like a hundred franchises, right? And to me- your checkbook. No, it's like it's like a kid in a candy store, right? I'm like, I want to, I want to invest in that one. I want to invest in that one. I mean, it's just totally. so exciting from that standpoint. So I thought we would talk a little bit about some of the emerging uh, areas in franchising or segments, as well as maybe some of the emerging franchises that we saw uh, or got presentations with. Sound good? Perfect. Yeah. All, all right. So I'm going to start out with one. Uh, the first segment is Medispas. And, and the reason I want to start out about that is because we see a lot of activity, new franchise concepts. But I got to tell you, I actually went and tried one of these last night. <laughs> what did you get the uh, facial, Pete, or what did you well, get? Well, no, I, I, you know, well, it's not, I didn't do a facial, right? So when we think of Medi Spas, we're going to kind of talk about one segment. And really, it's about that stuff in terms of wellness. So you've heard of like cryotherapy, infrared saunas, uh, red light therapy, uh, drip IVs, things like that, things that all improve, uh, help our bodies improve, become stronger, better, uh, recover better. So yesterday I decided to go to Restore and it's uh, in a neighboring suburb. So I drove like 15 minutes there and Restore does a bunch of things. They do like the IV therapy. They do compression treatments. They've got the uh, infrared saunas. They've got the um, uh, red light uh, treatments. And I decided to try the cryotherapy. Nice. I've never done that. What's that like? <laughs> so, so my wife went with me and she wouldn't even go to the facility because she thinks that cryotherapy is hocus pocus, that this, this is just voodoo magic, right? Wait, and she she's stayed like, out in the car? She did. She wouldn't even go into the facility because she doesn't, she's like, this is, this is hocus pocus. She doesn't, she doesn't believe it. Right. And, 
Oh, you, you heard about that from Tony Robbins. It can't be real, right? Right, right. And so, uh, so I went in there and I, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, and so the setup on this is that you're basically going into a chamber. They use hydrogen um, to basically uh, reduce the temperature down to 178 degrees below zero, right? Holy so, cow. Yeah, so, so you go and they have you... Uh, uh, basically put on some shorts and you have uh, socks that go up to up your calves. You put on some slippers. They gave me a big hat for my bald head to cover my ears. And then you have these big old mittens. And oh. so basically you walk into the room, they got this chamber and they basically say, what kind of music do you want to listen to? And I said, so, well, give me uh, ice, baby ice uh, or whatever it is. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, I, I so they they get you in this chamber and she goes, now you're a beginner. So we're only going to put you in this chamber for two and a half minutes. Right. And also they I get in there, they they shut the door. And I mean, it's cold. It's cold, but it's not unbearable, but it was cold. And I'm just thinking I can see the little clock. I mean, it's like oh, only 30 seconds went by. I'm cold. And, right. and, but it was, it was very cool. You can almost feel your blood rush to your core. Cause that's what it's all about is doing that. And so I thought, well, that is really cool. So they, the way in which they measure that is they take the temperature of your calf before okay. you go in and the temperature in your calf afterwards to see, uh, what the temperature dropped. So I dropped 30, 30 degrees. So your calf was like 60 degrees or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Just drop that fast. Oh. Right. And, uh, and, uh, they basically, the goal is to get drop about 35, but they just, it rushes to your core. Yeah. Very, very cool. So I'm definitely going to do it again. I, I may even become a member if I can <laughs> convince my wife that it's not hocus pocus. Well, that's the nice thing about a lot of these franchises too, is like, when you think about the monthly recurring revenue, right? Like people love it. They sign up for monthly recurring revenue, you know, like orange theory, Hey, get the unlimited, yeah. um, you know, these different cryotherapies, it's nice because then you have more, more flexibility, but it's nice as a franchise owner because you have the predictable revenue. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, you got ones that are doing all different uh, modalities, right? So the, the, uh, for example, the infrared saunas, the cryotherapy, all, all that kind of stuff. And it's interesting to see how they're all doing a little bit different. Like Icebox was one of the franchise concepts. We saw. They just do cryotherapy, right? If you look at pause, they're uh, very cool because they do the uh, they'll actually create a room where you have an infrared sauna and a cold plunge pool nice. where you can you can go in between, you know, do that. I guess it's is it called contrast therapy? I don't know. I haven't done that. Yeah. 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 So, well, you've done probably you've done the cold plunges at your I like the cold plunge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then do you go jump in the sauna. I do. Yeah. Then you've done contrast therapy. So congratulations. Okay. You're a graduate. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so a lot of activity in many spas. It's, it's fun to see that. What about beauty? Do you, do you recall any of the franchise concepts we saw in regards to beauty? Um, I remember, I think there was like uh, waxing and uh, facials. What, what do you, what do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So like waxing city was a great one where, and I was surprised how many males do waxing. So well, uh, that's a yeah, we that's another that's a topic for a different podcast. A, a, a different <laughs> podcast, but no, and I've done it right, and I've been to a waxing city, uh, but it, it's it's pretty cool. They've got their own proprietary, uh, I guess it would be the stuff that they put on the uh, what is it? They not the not, I was going to say glue, but it's not. It's uh, uh, wax. wax. It's wax. Yeah, they got their yeah. own proprietary wax, or they this stuff like that. I guess it's more pleasant. But you know, you see the waxing, and then I thought of like heyday that they do like facials and all those kind of things for your skin, so you you 
you know, you look better. Um, how about forever young where they use, um, make you feel good on the inside as well as the outside. So they do like, um, what is the stuff they in Botox, they use Botox and, and all those kind of things. So many different categories in beauty that uh, I think we're really back to people want to feel good about themselves, both on the inside with many spas and the outside on the beauty side. I think the other thing that is kind of good about some of these franchises too, is that they're a little bit more, um, I want to say luxury, but they're more, a little bit more top shelf premium. And, you know, usually whenever, like I, I love servicing higher end um, customers or clients because I like the, uh, they can afford it and they'll yes. keep on going. If, you know, if you're making them feel better or look younger, yeah, they'll, they'll write the check. Yeah, they really kind of change. I mean, it used to be where to get that kind of feel, you'd have to go to a spa and pay a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, all these different modalities, you can go and feel like you're in a spa with a more specific kind of targeted uh, thing. So absolutely. You know, one of the areas that I, I'm still really impressed with it is, I, I believe, an emerging in regards to franchising is mental health. And you and I had oh, totally the founder of Ellie on there. And every time I listen to a presentation, I, I just think so much demand there and and how much they're helping people and making a difference in the community. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just sitting at Starbucks the other day and I heard some kids say, you know, I just kind of overheard them talking about, you know, they're going to their therapist or whatever. And I was like, yep, that like uh, Ellie, there's huge market for Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what everybody going through the pandemic, I mean, we had a problem with not having enough mental health care in general. Then we go through a pandemic that just <laughs> really right. elevated the need for it, for sure. Locking yeah. people in houses and all that kind of stuff. So, so Ellie is great. So mental health, you know, what I was surprised is, is that we always hear about fitness, boutique fitness and all that kind of stuff. And you know, everybody goes, well, it's saturated, but it's amazing how explosive growth continues with fitness. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, and I always remember hearing this over the last 10 years, like a lot of, you know, the better franchises, they're like, we're not afraid to go open up right next door to XYZ, you know, mom and pop uh, fitness thing, um, because they knew that when and if it ever slowed down, that, you know, the franchise would be survive and actually thrive. And then the mom and pops would go out of business. And actually, you know, that I heard uh, that quite a bit at the conference was that, you know, with some of those exponential brands, like they're last man standing and they're like, their membership is growing like crazy. They're growing like crazy. They're past where they were in 2019 prior to the, prior to COVID-19. They just continue yeah. to grow. And I think it's because again, people want to feel good about themselves and, I, I had a franchisee that invested in their Rumble, their boxing franchise. Yeah. And he said, it's, it's an absolutely amazing experience, but he said he's never seen so many people so excited about this idea of going in and working out and doing a boxing workout. And uh, he was telling me that people bought, love to buy the gear, the, the shirts yeah. that say, you know, Rumble and, and Get I, the I thought, swag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but, you know, we've seen so much of the industry changing too in fitness, We're leveraging technology. We had the founder of Body20 on, right? They, mm -hmm. they use technology to, to hack the workout um, to a simple workout like uh, Alloy personal training, where they've taken personal training and they've done it more in a group setting. I, I thought that was pretty amazing. Yeah. And you actually did that Body20 workout, right? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Kick my butt. Right. So <laughs> I, I guess I'm the guinea pig for all these new franchise concepts. You got to start coming with me. Right? Uh, just, uh, yeah, sure. I just like, I like kind of like uh, egg you on and then you go and then you, you come yeah. back. Like, oh, that was really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really hard. That was a hard workout. How about if we talk a little bit about home services? You know, I think we all got stuck in our houses uh, during the pandemic and in, but we're seeing explosive growth in, companies that provide services to homeowners and businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I always call those like the non-sexy businesses because they're, you know, just they're things that people need. A lot of times it's like recurring revenue. So they're going to, people need it every few months or every year. Um, and you don't need a retail location. So you have trucks like a chuck in a truck and then you expand, you, you hire another chuck and you get another truck and keep on going. I love, I love home service businesses. I really like what Horsepower Brands is doing. You know, yeah. they're taking multiple concepts under uh, home services and, and basically bundling them together. And the one I think about that I saw the presentation was Heroes, Heroes uh, Lawn Care, where they do fertilization under that. They also do uh, irrigation, so fixing sprinkler systems. They pick up dog waste. And I think they're going to add like um, the mosquito spraying stuff. Like yeah. That. You know, and that's brilliant to take multiple different services, put them under one concept um, so that it can be one for the franchisee, a bigger uh, revenue opportunity. Right. But number two is that it's one comfortable name offering all those services to the homeowner. Exactly. Do you remember those guys do lawn mowing at all? No, they don't do that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it's actually kind of genius not to do that. Cause then, you know, I see in my neighborhood, all the trailers with the huge uh, lawnmowers and the gas yeah. and everything, Yeah, but it's, I, that's kind of a good little niche those guys have. Yeah. Right. But you, you see the same thing with their mighty dog roofing. They got multiple different uh, services under that. So I think we're seeing more and more of that. And then there are other companies that just focus on one thing, right. That are service-based businesses, like think of brothers gutters that just do gutters. That's all they do is gutters. Yeah. Right. Or like iPhone, all they do is insulation. So, so it, it's interesting to see how that's growing. What about like business services? Any franchises that you saw there that, you know, kind of that B2B that I, were interesting? No, there was none. No, <laughs> You're killing me here. Um, you know, I think that I remember uh, that Fast Test Labs, uh, which is B2B, you know, drug testing, basically. Yeah. Um, I think that that's it's just going to become more and more important in the future yeah. as employ employers are trying to make sure everybody's safe, especially yeah. like uh, truck drivers and, and things like that. Yeah, required uh, service, right? Truck drivers have to be tested. Uh, yeah. And I like how they've taken Fastest Labs and they've taken it and they've taken the medical piece out of it. So they don't have yeah. to have medical professionals. They have their own proprietary way in which they can do the, the tests and they can have the results back in like one minute opposed to waiting three days. So it, exactly. it seems like it's a great way for companies to be able to get their employees tested uh, in a fast, easy, safe way. Uh, and, and time is compressed. So that, that's good. What about, um, you know, what I saw a lot of activity and no, no surprise uh, is because everybody bought pets during the pandemic is a lot of activity around pets. Yeah. I actually, I was, uh, <laughs> almost got my checkbook out. I'm like, if there was one, you know, it would be fun to own a business that, uh, was uh, dog or pet related, you know? Um, yeah. So well, anything yeah. from like daycare, dog daycare to overnight boarding, um, training, like all those are doing obviously really well. 
and grooming, you know, and I, I told my wife about one of the franchises that they have a mobile van and they go to your home and, and groom. And she yeah. goes, Oh my goodness. Is this like the gotta be the greatest business ever. We, we should invest in that. And she said, dude, cause it's so hard to find a groomer. And then you got to wait a long time to get in. I, I just didn't realize there was so much demand. And I guess what happened was, is everybody bought these dogs during the pandemic and yeah. the infrastructure behind grooming and all this other stuff probably wasn't increased during the pandemic. Right. So right. now you got to Yeah. So, so we, we may have to uh, go in on a, a, a pet business. And then if, if when we're talking about pets, we also have to talk about kids. And I thought there was a lot of activity around providing uh, services for parents for their kids. Totally. Yeah, the um, kind of like the preschool or education, like Montessori type stuff. I mean, that's yeah. been strong. That's been strong for years and years. And it's just going to continue. It's going to continue. It's, it's so important to the kids' development. But and, you know, it's just parents want to get their kids out of the house. <laughs> my exactly. wife, was, I want them to go to preschool. It's as much about learning as much about, Hey, they, they need to get out of the house for a little bit. So perfect. Yeah. The mom's like, uh, at the beginning of the season, drop the kids off at, you know, preschool or whatever, and then go get some mimosas. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, or Starbucks or whatever. Well, so, uh, but I got to tell you, I, I left the conference just blown away that franchising is booming. There's so much going on, uh, capital going into it, franchise concepts coming out in different modalities. It's just a great time to explore investing in a franchise business. Yeah. And a lot of heavy hitters too. I was talking, you know, to some of the franchise developers and they're, they're like, you know, Kim, they're like so many guys are buying, you know, 10 locations and they're like opening up three at a time and it's just pedal to the metal all the way around. Yeah, no, I think people want to really kind of uh, diversify their assets and their income, create that, uh, create that safety net and, and build something significant, right? Most yeah. people that I talk to, they want to build a significant business and you certainly do that with multiple union ownership. All right, Nat, I'm off to go do my next cryotherapy uh, session. I'm so hooked <laughs> on it. So uh, thanks so much for today. Let me know how today. that goes, Kate. <laughs> Talk to you later. All right, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.